Alright, so we're gonna get into uh, Alex's news this week. So I, I have something that's kind of fucked up actually to say. There was a young girl that got hit by a foul ball at Astros game, I guess, and she has permanent brain injury from it. What the hell? Like, she got hit with a foul ball, and now her brain is just fucked. God bless Like, that's pretty fucked up. It's fucked up that some shit like that can happen. I mean, that is definitely unfortunate, but I'm just saying. People do for sports. If you go to baseball games, you gotta look for fast balls. Bro, when you're on the sidelines of a baseball game, that ball comes off that bag. You don't know where it's going. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that happens. You know what I mean? Like, if they hit it and it comes off the bat, ricocheting into the crowd, like, you know what I mean? You don't know where the fuck that ball's going. It's a risk. You know what I mean? Especially softball. Those things are like fucking rocks. Yeah, seriously. They're massive fucking rocks. I don't know how people can throw those things around. Oh, I played softball for a few years, oh, and they're girls fucking. Pitch that shit when they're like, dude, I have underhanded shit. It's like a bigger ball. So you have you, to like smack it on yourself. That thing's crazy, dude. If you look at my middle finger, it is crooked because of softball. Like really? it is, yeah. My this finger right here it is crooked because of softball because I jammed it one time when I, I was know that's playing. the one she puts in my butt. Yeah, that's yeah, what I was nice about to sideways. ask. She put that on Nathan's butt. Yeah. It hits all the right spots. I have scarring. I'm fucking jealous. I have scarring. No, I have scarring in my rectum now from a long ass nail. That's good to know that softball causes scarring in your rectum. Yes, no. exactly. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But seriously, though, they now. tell you about that. See, God damn it. I feel even more fucked up now knowing, Brad, that your little sister listens to our so Boy, she's not, not bro. She's seventeen. It's not I like she's fucking eight years. She's not like she's six or four or five or none of that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like she's. I walk in the house with you to go talk to your parents and fucking like. It's just like I don't want to talk to them. I, I I'm, I'm I'm shy. And everybody's like, "Hey, like Nathan. he was here when you were growing I got up," more news. and then like. Now I'm going to be like, oh, God, now I don't want to talk to your sister because I was just talking about Alex putting the finger in my bowl. Because you're embarrassed. Yeah, I don't want to put those two together. Nathan, I got more news. I think news we need to have Brad's sister on the podcast at some point. I yeah, think you want to call your sister? I think every podcast needs to rock that pimp game. Yeah. I love this pimp game. I feel like I need like an actual game for myself when I get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> What you got next, Alex? Well, I have something that makes me very upset, honestly. It's like every destroyer you've had. So, in 2019, for the 2019, they have a poll for the most admired man and woman. And the most admired man (laughs) was two. No, it was two men actually. Oh, the two two most (laughs) admired men of 2019 were President Trump and former President Barack Obama. Why do we have to get political in this? What the? Well, no. My thing.
thing is that that's who the most admired people are of 2019. What the actual I mean not us, I mean like the Lucas, admirable. Lucas, that call, I call Lucas, bullshit. Hey, Bradley, we have to it get all political. makes me upset. We have to get political because China is jealous. Hey, how about this? Why is China jealous? I when, own hotels. I had to pass them off to my kids because I'm a president now and I can't make their name. Nathan's doing his Trump impersonation. I have a giant brain and China is jealous of my brain. How about this? Your giant hair. How about this, Oompa Loompa? How about <laughs> the two most admired how, men how of about, 2019 happen to be one moi and two <laughs> Robert Paul Champagne? That's oh fucking right. That's a fucking goddamn right. <laughs> oh my god! So it's Brad and Robert Johnson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. 2019. Man of the Year oh is tied <laughs> with motherfucking B-Rad from the Brain Dead Podcast team and Robert Paul motherfucking That's Jam. So and I gotta say, and I do Obama. have to admittedly, openly say, I feel like I'm probably gonna lose to Robert Paul's campaign. As oh, most of our men of Would you be heartbroken about that? I would gladly hand it over <laughs> City would gladly accept second place to Robert. I will. I'll give it up. Wait, are you, are, you, are you giving it up? I'll accept second place and let Robert Paul. 2019 Man of the Year, Robert, Robert Paul, Paul Champagne. RPC. Oh Motherfuckers. RPC. Answer our calls. Give, give it that shit up. Yeah. yeah, bro. Take our phone calls. Like We miss you, man. You are. I love you. You, you miss are. You are. As far as we're concerned, President Trump and Barack Obama are out. out. Robert Paul Champagne is in. I give his phone number out, but we don't have permission to do that, and I'm not fucking doing that. Yeah. But I will say this. No. I feel like you might be okay with it, considering his channel is him giving on his number. He might be, I'm going to leave that to him. Yeah, go check out Robert Paul Champagne on YouTube. He'll tell you what he wants. Yeah. If you're black, Latino. Or white, too. I think he said white at one point. Well, I mean, if you're... I don't think he's picky, as long as you're a dude. Um, we already talked about it. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. I'll let, I'll let him hit us up. That's right. And, I mean, if not, we'll keep trying to call him, as always. I started this. I started it. I'm going to finish it. I brought Robert Paul Champagne to the table. I'm going to finish it. Do it. But, that being said, 2019 Man of the Year, as far as we're concerned, Robert Paul Champagne. For sure. RPC. RPC. RPC gets it. <laughs> Alex, I do believe you have more news. I do have more news. Do you have a lighter, though? Nope. So, I'm sure all of you know what college humor is. Yeah. Yeah, I had subscribed from them last week. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> apparently they actually sold to a new person. Like. What? Somebody else owns College Humor. 
And the new owner fires like most of the fucking staff. What the it's fuck? super fucked, but yeah. Apparently the new owner at College Humor fired like 90% of the people. Well good, because they all fucking suck. But also, I don't care about college humor. <laughs> <laughs> I hate college humor, it's so bad. Hey, I don't actually watch it, but I thought it was like, man, that's fucked babe. Fucking well, fired most of the goddamn people on there. Is that why it's gotten bad over the past like month or so? Probably. I literally like a month ago was like, this shit is really bad. So I unsubscribed from college humor. Because it was Look bad. Wait, who bought it then? Who was the third party? It was apparently somebody that had worked with college humor before. Okay. So, it wasn't Google or Disney. No, actually, surprisingly. Oh, uh, Disney Plus. I feel like Disney wouldn't even try to sodden their reputation with college humor. Yeah, no. Although it's become a shell of what it used to be now that everybody's pretty like, much. It's really weird now. Like I legitimately unfollowed them because it's just been weird stuff. Not like mm. good stuff, just like weird stuff. All kinds of weird. It's weird. It's not funny anymore. Probably because people who were in college when college humor was a thing aren't in college anymore. They're like 30-year-old idiots who don't know what college humor is anymore. So, first said he's sitting in bed with a Thanksgiving fat. What? Yeah. Get on the phone right well, now. Well, I was like, calling, please. We're going to have to use your phone, dude. Yours is the loudest. I'm going to call him right now, actually. <laughs> Do it. What? My pimp came. Jesus, like this go Throw your pimp came. He dropped his pimp juice. Woo! Woo! Alex. Nathan. Do you have anything else that you would like to cover? Well, there's one thing that I read that says, Fictional Harry Potter animals to be displayed at National History Museum. Oh, oh, really? Sounds like a party. You know, yeah. that's, I'm actually, I really don't have anything to say about that. I think that's cool. We do live in a day if and they're age. They're gonna put Harry Potter creatures. That's super bro, fucking cool. Straight up, I'm sure Bradley will agree with me. Kevin Smith has been a part of your child in some way, shape, or form. Whether it be mall rats, whether it be Chainsaw Bob, Chasing Amy, Dogma, you know. Silent Bob and Dogma, Tusk, for sure, for me. Like, I I, I mean. Chainsaw Bob and Dogma. And, me. you know, and like I said, I'm cool with that because, Bradley, I feel like this will make you happy. Clerks. Clerks. Was the first fucking movie Kevin Smith ever did. And Clerks now was nominated into the National you okay over there, Congress. That's what I said. Like, uh, I believe it's like uh, when you look at the Library of Congress, you have. Um, like books that meant a lot to our culture, 
and they they nominated yeah, 25 oh movies every year and clerks made it in the so confused I loved it because when I listened to Kevin I don't think he's looked at it yet it just has a check mark on it but maybe I'm not give him the it meant a lot to me to hear that, that because wonderful. Kevin Smith's films have had a huge impact on my life. And to hear him talk about him, like the movie being nominated to go into that library amongst 25 of that dude. Oh, I almost wanted to cry. Like that, that made me happy because... When I look back on my life as far as films go, like I've always been a big down. horror film fan, but I hate like well, you're half all baked. The fucking room. It's all right. If I'm you're a stoner, yeah, you Half baked is always. I need to get my own um, How yeah. high was Method Man or Red Man? That's always a big one. Friday. No, you that was Friday. Friday. Oh, the fucking Friday movies are Ice definitely Cube, amongst that. Mike Epps, Chris um, Tucker, all of them. You know those those half baked, how high in the Friday. What's the series. one guy's name? The big buff guy in the movie, bald head Damon. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Yes. Oh, dude, that was amazing. Watching him dance in his boxers to that fucking Tupac music video. Yeah. Oh, that was great. But, uh, yeah, like, when I listened to that podcast and heard fucking Kevin Smith and his friend Mark talk about Kevin's movie getting nominated, I was just like, man, that's amazing. Like, Kevin was really excited about her, of course. But from a listener, a fan, I sure that like. Well, I'm just saying, like. I guess he's a that fucking guy. just the movie, yes, dude. I yeah. Well, like Friday straight up, dude. I've I've been I've been a Kevin Smith fan from a very young age. Be weird solely because the first drink. time. Yeah, drink The out. first time the only I ever is more drink. Like oh, you want some tequila? Kevin Smith's work. I seen Jet. I seen Jay and Silent Bob really straight back. Oh, and yeah. I mean, after that, wait, why am I? Why? Why am I? Apparently, I'm covering entertainment news, and I'm just talking about Kevin Smith. I'm going to be completely honest. Brad's listening. I've zoned out for the past ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Lucas been, is being completely honest with I've you. I've been texting you. I kind of forgot okay. we were doing the podcast. That's okay. He's being a pro oh, with you, though. But no, like, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. I'm listening now. Kevin Smith's work. I, I, was, I was a teenager. I had literally, like, just started smoking weed. And I seen Jay and Silent Bob straight back. And I was like, fuck, that's genius. That's amazing. And, I mean, for a while, that was one of my favorites. And I had then seen Half-Baked with Dave Chappelle and uh, Jim Brewer fucking loved it. And then I seen How High with Method Man and Red Man and was like, oh, my God. Like, 
I'm, I'm glad people are keeping up with the stoner genre, but then I, I got a little bit older and I was like, oh, fucking, like, God damn, is that the one thing Kevin Smith did? And I went back and I was like, Jesus Christ, he's done so much more. So I went back and I watched Dogma and Chasing Amy and Mall Rats and I became infatuated with his work solely because I was like, you know, and I've heard him say it so many times. He just started out as a guy that watched, you know, films that he liked. and was just like, well, fuck, if they can do that, then I can do this. And I always appreciated that about him because, you know, some filmmakers are just like, they're really, they get really fucking deep into it. And Kevin Smith's just like, you know, I'm going to make fucking movies that I like, that I've always liked, that I've always made, that other people will like. And I was like, you know, that's, you know, that's fucking cool shit. And, you know, he just did Jane Silent Bob reboot. And I can't wait to see it. Solely because, you know, I... I've always identified with some of those characters. And literally when I break it down throughout my life and I look at it, I'm just like, you know, I've always been Silent Bob. Actually, no. Brad's a lot quieter than me. I was going to say, you're so far yeah. from a Silent Bob. So he yeah. would be Silent Bob and I would be Jay. Brad is definitely a Silent Bob yeah. compared yeah. to you. I would, Brad would be that really fucking quiet guy in the trench coat with the hat on backwards with long hair, standing outside the quick stop. I used to have and long hair, you remember that, like, Brad, Oh, like, look. Brad's just standing there, like, silent as fucking, this chick walks by. I'd be the guy that's like, hey, baby, you're a nice asshole lit by a fat man in an overcoat. Have you ever seen that? Like, yeah. Remember, this is my Constantine oh, yeah. alternative education. Yeah, look at that oh, shit. that's my card. Look, he used to have long hair. Long ass hair. Brad had long fucking hair, bro. Let me see this shit. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. yeah. Brad's hair used to be He's got like fuck. Logan hair. He looks I like know. Logan in that picture. That is oh fucking weird. That is so weird. That's crazy, yeah, man. Like, I, I used to have long, long fucking hair. Brad, what the fuck? I always super, super fucking adore. That was back in 2008 to 2009. I always adored Kevin Smith movies. I can't wait to see Jay and Silent Bob reboot. But, yeah, like, I always love the films because it's just like, you know, I'm going to write what I like, what the fans like. And, and I really honestly don't think he ever really gave a fuck. Like, if this shit took off. And it's really funny because when you see the movies and you look at it and you're like, he's the writer, director, and he started it. Kevin Smith didn't actually start smoking weed until like. Can you? Really? So that means, yeah, that means like Mallrats 
Chasing Amy, Dogma, Chainsaw, Bob Strike Back. He wrote all that and wasn't even smoking weed. He wrote stoner movies and wasn't smoking weed. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and call them stoner movies because Chasing Amy, like, that shit got in depth yeah. in to the storyline. So, but like, yeah, like, yeah, that shit amazed me. Jesus Christ, I cannot believe how long I sat here and talked about that. I was talking to Brad for some of the things that was going on, but yeah. Random shit, you know. Yeah. You know, I feel like this might actually be our best podcast. Yet. Might very well be. I'll pee again. And I just sent it to your brother that I have to pee. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell Chris to quit being a bitch. He was awake, and then he stopped reading my messages, so... Fuck you, Chris, when you listen to this. Wait, is he going to be, is he actually going to be on there? Like, this coming week, or next weekend? Oh, yeah. He said he was going to request a Friday or Saturday off. We were going to make these drinks that we've been planning on drinking. I'm going to get all the ingredients for it. We can all. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I got the whole weekend off, so I'm going to rip that motherfucker apart. Wait, you have you have the whole weekend off next weekend? I do. It's the first time like forever. I don't know how long. Well, it's been. then tell Chris to come over on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we record on Saturday. No, bring Brooke with you. I don't know. Too down for that. <laughs> no. Come on, Brooke's gonna come at some point. They'll come at some point. <laughs> Should I call her out? <laughs> Does she ever hear this? Does she even listen? Not yet. I think she will at some point, but... You should play this for her. I should. Brooke. Brooke. I love you. Lucas loves you. That's right. What I have to say does not reflect... Lucas has mad love for you. Wait, what are you about to say? Well, I'm about to call her so many fucking horrible names. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be like, you cunt. Fucking bit. no, I'm not gonna do that. Damn, yeah. man. Cunt's not even a Hey, I, I said I'm not Everybody gonna do that. Cunt, I, I was kidding. That. Right. What I meant was, hey. Support me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. She supports me. Support your old man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Be nice to him. Stop hitting him. Quit you beating know, me. Don't beat him. My asshole hurts. Motherfucker showed up here and looked at me and was like, do you have a steak for my eye and a bag of ice for my asshole? The first words we hear out of his mouth every time he gets here is just, I love Brooke so much. Well, that's how it starts. He's like, I love her so much, but God, she just abuses me and shoves foreign objects in my butthole (laughs) and... He doesn't appreciate it anymore. Everyone, she didn't. He liked it at first. It was wild. It was experience. You know, it was new experiences. It yeah. was exciting. Yeah, he was okay but, with uh, corn cob. But once the rash and, and the, the soreness set in, I can't put the pit cake away. I need yeah, this. Once, once, I need the pit cake. Once you exceeded the corn cob and went for the pineapple, 
He's now developed a rash. He's now considered <laughs> a battered man. He's got a bit of rug burn. I actually have a, a tiny chafing. bladder because now I have to pee for the fourth time. So. And how dare you okay. not use lube? I didn't prefer without lube. It makes you feel lubrication. It was like it was maximum security prison. <laughs> no lube. <laughs> Just dry. Yes. <laughs> Raw dog. At least Big Bubba uses spit. But Alex even uses spit. To be perfectly honest. Killer chair. <laughs> Lucas went to the bathroom, so I would actually like to take a moment to tell you. We ain't dogging on you. I'm sorry. Go on good fun. This is meant to be funny. But seriously, come do the podcast. We just like Lucas, and yeah. I'm sure we'll like you. Yeah, we you. love Lucas. Actually, Alex and I have met her. She is a really nice lady. Um, she's a veterinarian. Um, she's the one that actually pointed out to us <clears throat> that Diddle has thumbs. And by the way, Diddle is, well, she's my fucking cat. She loves the fuck out of me. And Brooke is actually the one that pointed out that she has thumbs, so. Yes, she's um, back. Back again. Stop. She oh, back. oh, we explained that this was all a joke, and we're actually talking nicely about Brooke. <laughs> um, yeah, she was the one, like I said, that pointed out that we have a cat with thumbs that adores me. Um, does she still work at the veterinarian clinic? Yeah, she works in the one in between Pigeon and Sturgis, you know, the lake area one with yeah. the, the solar panels and stuff. Mm-hmm. Really fancy. She works there. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. Yes. Yeah, she's awesome. she's a very sweet lady. She like I said, she pointed out that our cat had thumbs. Um she works with animals, which immediately makes me love the shit out of her because, you know, uh-uh. you work with animals, you deal with animals, you help save animals, fix it. You know, I'm already sold. Say no more. Yeah, like that's 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 a really awesome thing. But yeah. So, so uh, I hate to ask this question, but what have we been talking about for the past fifteen minutes? Well, me and Brad talked about Kevin Smith movies, and then <laughs> we started making fun of Brooke for not being on the podcast, and then I actually said nice things about her and. That was nice of you, Nathan. Thank you. Well, I mean, like I would, like, like I said, we're just joking. I know. She, I mean, does she actually beat you? Is that something? I mean, no. She, she is she violent with you? <laughs> Only sometimes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she's not violent. You mean she gets drunk and beats you? That's right. She's I not know. violent. She only gets really drunk on wine and then beats the fuck out of me. You look scared for a minute. Like, you were like, no, she doesn't beat me. And it was like, yeah, I seen something. No, I swear. Yeah, I swear. No, I Believe swear. Me, she, doesn't she doesn't touch me, me ever. Well, we don't even kiss. Only when she's angry. Brooke, thanks for being a sweetheart and dealing with animals. Stop beating me with this. Thanks for dealing with animals and also thanks for being a vet. Come on the podcast and we'll talk about how you beat him and you can be here to defend yourself. <laughs> no, she wouldn't need to defend herself. She'd just say all the reasons why she beats me. And you would understand But why. I feel like they would sound like legitimate reasons. Yeah, you guys would be like, 
If you didn't beat him, I'd I be mean, a little concerned. I, I sit across this table. <laughs> I sit across this table or next to Lucas every time I do this podcast. Are we still recording? And he looks like the type of guy that needs his ass kicked. <laughs> that would be a dick. That's right. Like he comes on the podcast and portrays himself to be a nice guy. Yeah. I get messages from him and I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, we're doing the podcast this week. And Lucas is like, yes. He does like, come over man. and gloat a lot. Yeah, and, I'm and like, belittle us <laughs> and talks about how much better he is than I us. I don't look forward to him. I don't look forward to these nights because I'm just like, God damn, he's going to come in. He's, he's going to seem so nice. And then we're going to end the podcast. He's just going to turn into a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I didn't even say that without laughing. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's not true at all. Oh, it's God. fucking hilarious. Lucas is literally one of the sweetest people I've ever met in my oh, entire life. You know what to say. <laughs> no, I'm serious, bro. Oh, you are literally like one of the sweetest bear. motherfuckers I've ever met in my entire oh, life. Oh, man. I don't deserve that. That's all. Hey, you know what? I'm Leave not it. deserving. I'm not worthy. Look, I sat here and said so many horrible things. What? I mean, they weren't horrible. They were joking things about Brooke and about you. But seriously, leave it to one of the sweetest motherfuckers on the earth to end up with a veterinary. Just we we may be dicks, assholes, and, you know, motherfuckers here on the podcast, but uh, we got nothing but love over here. Nothing but love. Take two. But yeah, is so that, is that take two? Is that we're gonna we're gonna hit we're gonna hit fucking segment three, and we'll go into I guess things that I got drunk and burned in twenty nineteen. Yeah, we totally forgot to do that this episode. I forgot what this episode.